This episode of the Dope Yogi podcast is sponsored by the Dope Yogi Virtual Yoga Studio. With Dope Yogi, you can practice wherever you are, whenever you need. Experience the benefits of your yoga practice from any device, at home, or on the go. The Dope Yogi community membership is for all beings everywhere. No matter your experience level, this is a space you can come to find balance and to build inner and outer strength. We know that it can be hard to find time for practice, so we've created an online yoga community for you to access 24-7 at your convenience. Explore different styles of yoga, guided meditations, and posture tutorials from anywhere in the world. We have over 85 on-demand yoga classes ranging from 10 minutes to 60 minutes with new classes added each week. In addition to the on-demand yoga library, members have access to three live Zoom classes every week with me, Nicole. Most importantly, we're here to make yoga accessible for anybody that needs it. While this is a paid monthly membership, we understand that not everybody can afford the full $50 a month, so we'd like you to know that we also offer sliding scale memberships. Please reach out to us at info at so we can help get you set up with a price point that's affordable for you. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy this episode. yogi podcast we are so excited to have a new episode for you guys today you guys are really really in for a treat be prepared to be inspired because we're today we're talking to yumi jean francois who is the hey. and ceo of flex and fly yumi welcome to the podcast hi I'm so excited to be here. I've been waiting for this moment. Oh my God, we've been waiting for this moment. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be here with us today. Uh, For those of you guys listening, if you follow us on Instagram, there's a really good chance that you've seen me because I have like an obsession with Yumi. So we always post about flex and fly. The feeling is mutual. The feeling is mutual. Um. So Yumi is also a podcaster, she's a YouTuber, and she's just an all-around inspiring badass woman and a joy to talk to. So we're very, just really happy to be here with you. Oh, I'm so excited to be here too. I, I was thinking about how we met a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh my God, like, I really like them. <laughs> like, I was thinking about you know what I mean? When you yes. make connections online and you're like, oh, wow, this is still happening. Like, we haven't fallen off. I still check in and I still want to make sure they're good. And it's always like, because I'm an, I'm an adult. And so it's not like, it's not like you make friends that easily that you, you yeah. want to continue to check on like that. So yeah. it's really nice to, to have some a group of people, you and Jeremy, that I feel like uh, are genuine. And so it feels good, you know? 
feeling is totally mutual. It was so amazing because I remember we were like talking through Instagram, like through type, and mm-hmm. a voice message, and I, we were both like, "Oh, okay." I was uh, like, "I love her." Let's listen to this, and we were like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "She has to be. She's from New York." Like <laughs> you can tell. Yeah. And it was just like a breath of fresh air. Like the positivity was just like radiating from that voice message, and I was like, "This is incredible." I think Aww. you're the first person to ever send us like a voice memo and not a text memo on Instagram. Oh, really? And That's I was awesome. like, wait a minute. First of all, I didn't even know you could do this. Second of all, like it really makes it makes such a difference when you can hear somebody's voice. I, I've never yes. I was like, oh, like I feel like I actually know this person, which never even really we had never, you know, zoomed or anything like that. Just really talking yeah. through the platform of Instagram. And so it was so cool to like, you know, hear your voice, put a, put a voice to a face and a name. And so anyway. Yes. I remember I was doing a live and I was like, oh, I can answer them. Let me just video. I don't, I'm, I'm, let me just voice. I don't want to text. I got to go. Yes. It's so much faster for me to just send a voice message. And I love that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad it worked out, guys. Me I'm glad too. we worked out. <laughs> the whole, our whole relationship evolved from there on. It's just grown and blossomed. And for anybody that thinks that you can't really make friends on the internet, that is not true. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you need to probably vet the people that you're talking to online. <laughs> yes, yes. Make sure you don't get catfished. But um, yeah, real connections can happen with genuine people. And I think that it really comes down to the the person who you're connecting with. Like if you want to make genuine friendships and connections via the internet, you totally can. And it, yeah. it can be a very superficial place. Um, and it can also be a place that relationships can really grow. So yeah, for sure. Agreed. <laughs> okay, Everything well, she said. Yes. Okay. Today's topic, we really want to just talk about entrepreneurship um and you being a woman entrepreneur and just kind of like your whole experience and the whole process of you going from I know you used to be a dancer is that correct yes I used to be a professional backup dancer Mm -hmm. which um and I used to go around dancing for celebrities um you know just right behind them and I learned very quickly that I had to be a person that um, that had the power for my destiny. So it was really important to me to start focusing on what I really wanted to do because I did not in any way want to work for people for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't love the idea of waiting for money. If that makes any sense. Like, you know, after you book something, you do the work and then it goes to your agent and then you have to hope that, you know, uh, the agency or the people or the management team pays you on time. Like there was just so many aspects of the business I did not like, including acting. Like I just, there's just so many things that I don't like that has so much political and it's just too many things I didn't like. And I was like, mm, I think I like me and power more. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like so many things, so many factors that are out of your control. Like you're really yeah. putting your livelihood in somebody else's hands, which. 
Exactly. Um, and so when I started off as a professional backup dancer, um, I was in college, you know, and I knew that I wasn't going to finish college also because um, I, I want to be a teacher. So I have a background in teaching literature and English. And so I realized, oh, this isn't going to work either. <laughs> I didn't know that you were going to be a teacher. I, I was. Well, I ended up becoming one, but like I, I knew that wasn't what I needed to do for the rest of my life in that form. Like I wasn't going to be in a classroom teaching high schoolers. And I was, I had to teach, I had to student teach junior high school all the way to high school kids. And at times the high school kids would like hit on me. And I was like, this isn't going to work. I'm too, this isn't going to work. And it was nine to five. I mean, you can't blame them though. Look at you. like <laughs> No, but I was like, and I'm a tiny thing, you know, yes. you guys, I'm like on a good day. I'm five one on a good day. So like <laughs> they didn't believe me. And I just was like, this isn't gonna work when I'm trying to yell at a 17 year old that's six foot two. Like this isn't gonna work. And uh so I decided that um entrepreneurship was the way to do things. So I had like two other businesses before Flex and Fly and I sold them. And I realized then that I was really good at um at putting into, like, if I had an idea, I knew how to execute that idea. I was really good at that. And I didn't recognize how good I was at that until, like, I was able to sell some of my businesses. Mm -hmm. So um, that made me really happy, obviously. And then I decided, okay, well, where else can I go with this? What, what can I do with this? You know, I started off traveling and then obviously I always love traveling because of you know of the industry and so after I was walking around and, and traveling I realized that flex and fly was something I had to create because there was a need for people that travel that suffered from anxiety and so now this is my child this is the child I plan on keeping okay <laughs> she will not be sold um <laughs> She may end up being a franchise style business because um, my business is a corporation, but she she is not in any form and she is a she. She is not in any form being sold by me. I'm keeping her. Okay. Tell us. So tell us about for anybody that's listening that maybe has never heard of Flex and Fly before. They don't follow you on Instagram, which by the way, if you don't, you're missing out on some. You're so missing out. You are. I mean, <laughs> you're really missing out on some inspirational content. Um, so tell us a little bit about what is Flex and Fly? Who is she? What is she there for? Why did oh, you yeah. create her? I love that she's a she. I she's know, me so, too. She's powerful. Yeah. Flex and Fly is a wellness company. Like my company is uh, focused on wellness. Um, we're a wellness company that provides stretching and meditation classes in yoga at the airport right before you fly out internationally and domestically. We also provide in-flight wellness um, programs now. So because of the pandemic, we had to go to stage two of our business instead of uh, focusing on stage one. So stage two of our business was creating content for airlines to provide a wellness option while people are literally en route to their destination. And so, um, for example, if you're on 
you if you're in flight, you know that they offer you a television screen where you can pick a film, you know, see how far you are now. The wellness option will be there and it'll be brought to you by Flex and Fly. And so now what we do is we provide, you know, affirmations, stretching, yoga, and airport education. Um, because I think a lot of people don't understand that when it comes to anxiety, especially when it comes to flight, the more education, the more information someone has, the better they feel. So for example, if you get on a 787 boring and you don't know what it is, so that's a type of plane, for example, you don't know how many people it can carry the gas and uh, you know, the pilot's information. We offer you that like, hey, did you know this is a such and such flat, um, plane and it, it carries this. In fact, you know, this is the most um, safest way to travel, not the most sustainable, but the safest way. So we give people that kind of information. If you're someone that's, that's a businessman or woman that's on your way to um, book a deal and you're nervous, we have affirmations that you can say over yourself while you're in flight to prepare for that business deal so that when you land, you book that business deal, honey. And then, of course, that. if you're suffering from, like, you know, insomnia, which many people do in flight because they don't want – the kids are screaming and all that stuff, we have a whole bunch of meditation for that. So I'm building a small team where we created all of this program and we sold it to, you know, a couple of airlines. So you'll be seeing us in there on 2021. And then, of course, finally, darlings, we have our best-selling travel mats, which are <laughs> eco-friendly. You know, they're anti-slip, the machine washable, so they last up longer than most of your mats. And uh, yeah, that's 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 and, flex and fly. And they're beautiful. <laughs> the designs on the mats are so cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. I designed them. Really? <laughs> yes. That's amazing. I have the whole idea. This, I mean, I can't draw. But I told someone. Yeah, I, I love the mandala one. That's I mean, I like. Yes. All the mandala one is so pretty. And we have the thick version now, so we can get you the mandala. The you travel of the, the thick one. Yeah. So, um, where can I apply to work at Flex and Fly Meditations for <laughs> meditation I'm lessons? I'm so glad you asked. That. Now Katie's gonna get so many emails. Um, Katie is my my assistant. She takes care of that. Um, so you can just literally email info at flexandfly.com and we will tell you about how you can help create the content because we're in the phase two part. When we go back to phase one, which will be the studio at the airport, we will be able to start asking people to you know come in. Right now, we're going to start off in the New York, New Jersey air, um, airport. So you have to live here. Mm -hmm. okay, okay. Uh, you have to live in New York or New Jersey to um, actually work for us in person for that part. But as far as the in-flight programs, you can be anywhere. You do have to have amazing, you know, mic, camera, lights, and all that stuff mm -hmm. for what's required. Um, but for now, yeah, just email, please. Please email info at flexandfly.com. This is great because you know what? This is what I'm about to announce next week to my people. So you got it first. Ah! I, I was like, yeah, I was like, we're hiring more. So now we can like tell people. Oh my like, gosh. I feel like people got it first. I feel like a flex and fly VIP. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so you can get all the VIP, darling. <laughs> so when you start a business uh, like 
since you've already had experience with your first two businesses that were obviously successful enough to sell, which congratulations on that. Thank you. What are some of the like initial challenges that you have experienced when you're, when you're starting a new business? Oh, that's a good question. You know, usually it always starts with you, with yourself, like whether or not you can do it or not, Mm -hmm. you know, like you have a great idea. I always tell people that like everyone, like ideas are not exclusive. Okay. Like most people have an idea about a lot of the same things that you see on TV. You ever see something and you're like, oh, I had that idea. You know, I, I had that idea a year yeah, ago. All like, the time. Yeah. <laughs> we, we talk about this. Like all the time. if you don't really? capitalize on an idea, it's gone to somebody else. It's like little little floating fairies. Because yeah. we all use the same dialogue. You know what I mean? We we say the same things. We use the same words. We're all cued into the same Instagram. And so like our brains are on a similar wavelength. Exactly. What I like to think of exactly that. What I like to think of in addition to that is that most people that have those ideas don't think that they're the answer. You know, they think that, oh yeah, it's an idea. I'll sit on it. They, they're not looking at that. The idea is a vision and they're the answer to that vision. They're the person that's supposed to bring that vision to life. If you walk around believing that you're an answer to something, you're more likely to move on it. If you think, though, that the idea is a good idea and that, you know, but, you know, you'll sit on it and wait on it and ponder on it, then, yes, the idea will continue to float until the person that's like, I'm the answer, moves on. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I realized I was a mover. Right. Very quickly. <laughs> and I didn't have time to negotiate with doubt. Like, I don't have time. Like, we, we, we're we not friends, doubt and I. Doubt and I aren't friends. So I made sure that whenever I wanted to pursue something, I had to talk with myself, you know, like, hey, Yumi, do you want to do this? This is what it's going to look like. This is how long it may take for you. Like, I literally have conversations like that with myself. Um, and then after I have these conversations, I share it with some people. The problem with sharing your vision is that for me, I'm a spiritual person. I know that God can show me a vision and doesn't show it to other people. And so obviously when it's not shared, <laughs> when you get the when you get the preview and the other people don't get the trailer, they're like, uh, what are you talking about? So people can be very doubtful of your vision and what you're trying to do. And then it sinks into you and you're like, dang, I already had these doubts. They're confirming it. Yeah. So that was probably like a challenge because first of all, as you both know, I'm a black woman in the wellness space. I am a hyper black woman in the wellness <laughs> space. That that is bold. I use my voice that uh that love people and the yoga and wellness space does not look like me. Okay, it looks like everything else, and I had to definitely. Um, continue to be myself to its fullest version so that I can really be the leader that I know that I am. And so I've had to go in the mirror and talk to myself and be like, yo, it doesn't matter that you're a woman. It doesn't matter that you're a black woman. It doesn't matter there, there aren't people in the space that look like you. It doesn't matter that, you know, there's an idea like this that already exists. Your idea is better. It doesn't matter that they're not expecting you. You're the asset. 
walk in the room, do what you got to do and show off. Like that's how I talk to myself because when you are the only one, it can feel very um, lonely, you know? And I think many people think that most people want to be the only one, but that can be farther from the truth. You know, sometimes you may want to, you, I think validation and being seen first is something that many people suffer from. I'm not, I'm not interested in being the only one. I'm interested in being a great one. Like I want to do what I do well. You know, so that when people speak of flex and fly, they speak of flex and fly well. But I'm not interested in being the only one. And I also think it's a it's problematic when I see myself as a token when yeah. it comes to my people. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm very cautious of that. And when I come in different spaces, I I come in because I belong there. It's not it's not like you're special. I'm not special. I belong here, mm-hmm. like just like you. You know what I mean? So that's really one thing that I've been focusing on, keeping my humility, keeping my wisdom, making sure that um, as an entrepreneur, I know my business. Because let me tell you something. One of the things about being an entrepreneur, especially in this day and, <laughs> day and age, like people think you're an influencer. I'm not an influencer. I'm a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. Okay, like influence, I influence people for sure, but like I am in no way in that world. I don't understand it. When I am talking to people in contracts, I am talking business. I'm talking about exclusivity. I'm talking about things that I know. So when I enter, I enter as flex and fly, not you. Mm-hmm. So everything that I do is very partnership driven, and I need to know that I'm going to make money with what I do, because that's a big thing for me in the wellness space. I am not a broke wellness person. I'm not interested in being a broke wellness person because I know what it's like to be a broke wellness person. So I don't want to be that in you. <laughs> I know what that's like too. I think we all do. That's such a valid point because Jeremy and I have talked about this um, quite a bit, or I mean, I have very strong feelings about when people want to, if somebody asks to collaborate with us and mm-hmm. Jeremy's like we are very different in the way Jeremy's like super not to say I'm not like loving and open I very very much am you are you are for sure but I'm like very business I mean I went to business school my background is in business like and and Jeremy has this whole like you know let's just invite it all in and I'm like wait a minute like why why does why does this person want to work with us what are we getting out of it not to say like we have to get something out of everything because you know we give away a lot and we we are very generous with um, our content and like, you know, what we want to do and what we're trying to bring with Dope Yogi. But at the same time, I also think it's really important to be super careful about like where you're making these partnerships in the business world, in the business. And and then it's weird. It's like a fine line. It gets kind of tricky when you mix business with wellness and yoga with business, because people think that, oh, well, it's yoga. Like, you know, it should be, well, but no, but this is also my job. You know, and I also yes. have to pay my mortgage and I also have to pay my bills. And I also want to like be able to afford the lifestyle that I want to live just like everybody else does. And yes. because our business is to, in the, in the interest of making other people feel good, doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that we should be sacrificing, you know, our own needs. For it. Right. So. I completely agree with that. Like I, I think that is such a great 
<laughs> topic. Um, and I, I hope one day you and I can create like a, a platform where we talk more about this because this is something I'm extremely passionate about. When I, I created a course called Monetize Your Gift, A Course in Abundance for the Wellness Entrepreneur. I created it because, I created it during the pandemic because I knew that there was a problem in the way that society seeks healers mm-hmm. and see people that are in the service-based industry, right? It's, it's as if, well, like, shouldn't you do this for free? Like, don't you get something out of it? Like, isn't like, hallelujah, good enough? Like, you know what I mean? They have that kind of mindset, like, but you're a nice person. You shouldn't want something out of it. No. Everything is energy. So an energy exchange exchange needs to occur, you know? And it has to have reciprocity. And many people do not think that way because people think that people, for some reason, that do yoga, Reiki, healing, like in any form in the wellness space, just live off of, you know, vegetables and fruits and um, doesn't want to like actually enjoy life and disappear. And like, like I am a full person, like a whole circle. Yeah. And I need to, I respect money and I value money and I understand what it does. I understand the freedom that it brings. And honestly, I am a valuable person and you pay for what you value. Exactly. You pay for what you value financially. You, there is an exchange. It's not just a matter of like, oh, I'll just send you a nice review. I'll send you a book. Like, I don't want your book. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know what it is. You know that if I share this, that some people are going to see this. So you need to pay me for sharing that and for my value. And I think a lot of people sometimes are afraid to ask for what they know they deserve, what they're worthy of, because they're in that place where they didn't necessarily demand it from the beginning. If you're listening, I want you to know that you can demand it now. Okay? You don't have to stay where you're at. You can demand it now. If you realize that you've given a lot and now it's a time for you to receive, then do that because there's a time for everything. You don't stay giving until you're empty, completely empty. There are people out there that will pay you what you desire, what you what you believe you're worthy of, okay? They will pay you. And if they not, they're not the people you need to align yourself with. Yeah. And so sharing your gift is a valuable thing and you should be paid for it. Yeah, I'm very passionate. I, I'll be damned if I'm ever broke again. <laughs> <laughs> I need to like call you every morning and I need to be like, Yumi, can you tell me the thing again? (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have this on repeat in the house. Like, um, so have you always, uh, been this positive or did, is this something like you worked up towards? Did I mean, you talked about the doubt and I know that that is what is in the way for almost everybody that's not taking that step forward is that self-doubt in your own I mean we own I we owned the dope yogi URL since 2013 wow like we're just sitting on it and we'd always talk about it like are we gonna do this or like we're too busy like nobody's gonna want to look at it and then like we're just think what 2018 19 when we launched it was was 2019 when we launched so we've had it for seven six years and and then we were just like let's stop doubting ourselves create it and see what happens and like it's blossomed into more than we ever had assumed would happen and it and it's like so how did you 
get over your death, or have you always just been like been able? That's to a really that? great question, Jeremy. I don't think anyone have as, ever asked me that. It's so funny because I talk a lot, and <laughs> and people will say that I'm positive, but no one ever asks for the journey, right? Um, people just want to, they want the destination often. So, um, no, I wasn't always this positive. I've always been confident, but I haven't always been positive. I fought for this. I fought to get here like this. Um, and I think it's because, um, I realized that I was a person that wanted to give to the world. I wanted to be a giver. And for a long time, I was taking. And I was taking because, like, there was a lot of me that wanted a form of validation and a form of greatness that, and a definition of success that wasn't really what it was for me. It was what everyone told me it should be for me, you know? And I realized that what brought me joy was dancing. Helping anyone in whatever form of lack they were facing, whatever it is, whether it's financially, whether it was love, whether it was friendship, you know, if you were lacking in your life, I had, I always had an answer. I always had something to offer you to get out of that space, you know? Um, So that really made me happy. And then, of course, traveling. And so I decided. I just decided, oh, I want to do what makes me happy. And I want to show people what it looks like when someone chooses themselves completely. And that was my decision. (laughs) I'm a Taurus. I'm really thick. So once I make a decision, oh, Lord, you can't get it out of me. Like, it's really hard. Like, I will be wrong and strong. (laughs) (laughs) Strong and wrong. (laughs) Because I'm so fixed, guys. So. My joy comes from my spirituality too. Like I started learning to silence myself. Like just shut up, you mean. Like you don't know everything. Like receive, you mean. Like no, you mean this is your ego. You know what I mean? Like when you stop trying to live a life where you feel like you got to be something. Like I don't have to be anything but me. My biggest flex is being me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's it. When you stop trying to copy and paste yourself from someone else and putting it on you, like you end up really experiencing joy. Mm-hmm. And when you have joy because you fought for it and because you know what it's like to not have joy, all you want to do is offer it to people. You're just like, yo, I got the juice. I know where it's at. Let me show you. Like, you know, you just want to give them what you have because you have it. And there was a time in your life you didn't have it. And there's a, there, there was a time in your life you never even thought you deserved it. You know what I mean? And so when you get into a place where it's completely different and you can see yourself flourishing, you can see that other people in your life see you differently. You're just like, yeah, man, this is it. This is my sweet spot. Like, this is it. Like, this is me. And so I make a conscious choice. I'm very intentional about how I speak over my life because that really helps me maintain my joy. I'm not out here talking about, I don't look at my bank account and say what's in the account when it's not what I want. Like if my bank account is minus, I'm not out here talking about I'm broke. Yeah. I look at my bank account and I'm like, I'm blessed. I have wealth. 
I have more than enough. Someone is thinking about me right now in a way to bless me. That's how I speak over my life. It became a new default. You know what I mean? Because the old default that I had didn't serve me anymore, but I was trying to bring it into different aspects, into different versions of me. And so I had to get rid of that default. I was like, oh, yo, we don't work anymore. <laughs> like, thank you for your service. You know what I mean? Yeah. You took me where I needed to be but I'm no longer there anymore. I think that's so important because I think that a lot of people assume their default is their default. And it's like, no, you can update your operating system. You can choose how to look at life. You can choose. I mean, it just takes just one step in front of the, in front of the other. And if you go back a little bit, that's cool. Just keep yeah. going forward. Keep And that positive speak about yourself is is such a great way to start that healing and that and that upgrade of your system is instead of being like oh i'm broke it's like no i'm i'm wealthy no matter what that number is and and whatever i need is coming absolutely and i think what happens is at first you think you're just kidding yourself and then you realize when things when bad things happen right or like when things that are out of your control right that's what i like to to use when things are out of your control happening in your life you know you've changed by your new default mm-hmm. you know what i mean if you start responding the way you used to for example if you're someone when something poorly happens to you you're like i need the drink i need a drink and like you start and you don't have to be an alcoholic okay it's it's just this default i need to get a drink to get over this and you just instead of getting the drink you decide my new default will be I'm going to take, I'm going to meditate. Oh, I'm going to take a breather. I'm going to breathe. You know what I mean? It completely changes your perspective and it completely changes your decision that you're going to make next. And I've seen that in my life. Like, you know what I mean? If I decide I'm going to do this thing, if I decide I'm going to eat some fried food, which is usually my default. (laughs) I'm like, yo, I need some fries now. French fries. Me too. Me too. French fries all the I time. I never met anybody that loves French fries more than her. Oh, honey. <laughs> I can't wait to eat fries with you in real life one day. Yo. Yo. I was like, I need French fries. I need fried food. I need like, you know what I mean? Instead, I'd be like, oh, I, I need to just go for a run. I need to go stretch. You know, I love fries. I still go for it. But like, I realized when I was emotionally eating and I was just like, this is what I'm doing to myself. And it's just that shifting in perspective. And you know, like what, what becomes, I think a ripple effect and what you do so well. One of the things I love the most about you is how you make other people feel like they are welcome at the table. Like you Mm -hmm. are somebody that within the wellness space, it can be easy to be in um, working relationships with people that you kind of feel like you have to prove yourself or, you know, you're feeling like there's some sort of like competition or something. And mm-hmm. it is just not like, I mean, you're like, want you really genuinely want people to succeed. And, yeah. and you're, you do such a great job of like 
uplifting other people within the same industry that you work in. And that's not something everybody can do. And I really think that it's because of that, like mental shift in your own self first, like it has to start with you. Like you're the one, if you feel like threatened, if you feel like you're coming from a place of scarcity in your own life, how are you ever going to want to see everybody around you also succeed? Absolutely. That is so true. Thank you for seeing that in me. I really appreciate that. I work, that was a work too, because I come from a competitive background, right? Like being a backup dancer and an actor, I'm always competing against people. I'm always like, I got to be the one in the room. I got to be the chosen one. You know what I mean? And so I had to recognize that that that's one of the reasons I left the industry because I think for me, it was very like, it was so competition heavy that I never felt like I was being seen. And I always want to be seen like as me first before a character, right? Like or a filter. Um, and so when it comes to competition, I, I understand why it exists. I understand that it's there, but I'm not really interested in seeing my peers as my competitors. They're my collaborators. My peers are my collaborators. Like I, and I feel like society um, like to make it seem like it's the other way, but every great entrepreneur knows that. Like everyone that is in a space where they're leading knows that their peers are their collaborators, whether it's Microsoft, Apple, like, you know, all of them, even if you think that they're not getting along because they both putting out the same thing at different time competing, they, the leaders are out playing golf together. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I've never seen it the other way, honestly, because real successful people really recognize and, and give respect to their peers. And I feel like if I'm in a space and I want respect and I want support, I have to be the very thing that I desire. It's really, it's a very simple mindset. Like if you want support, give support, you know? And sometimes you don't get it from the people you desire. And that's what hurts, you know? Yeah. Because sometimes you do support people and they, <laughs> they are here acting real backless, like they don't see you. And so you want to be like, oh, yeah, I don't see you either. But (laughs) you got to be careful because you don't want someone messing with your character. My character is supportive. It's not an act. So I don't allow someone not supporting me to help me stop supporting them. Because honestly, unless you've done something to me that makes me be like, oh, my, you you acting up. You you need a break. You know, unless I see that. I'm not going to stop supporting you because I genuinely want people to win because I hate lack more than I hate hating on someone else. Like I, I don't like when someone, I don't know what you're working for. I don't know what your dream is. I know that if all it costs is for me to share it and tell someone about you to help you on your journey, that's all it costs me. Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. You know what I mean? So in my mind, when I see people in the space that I'm in, I have people that does exactly what I do, exactly what I do. And I share them because I don't see them as some, no one is me. And that's another thing. Like no one is you, like no one. I don't care how much they imitate, copy and act like you. No one is you. No one can turn the room like you, me. No one can express themselves like you, me. This is part of me loving myself. I can love on others heavy because I know myself. So when I enter a space, I'm always going to be me. 
And if you don't know that no one is you, then you're going to try to take away from people. And that's problematic. You know what I mean? And then you're ugly. And nobody wants to be around ugly people. No, you're ugly in a way that's like, oh, you're ugly on the inside. And that's the worst kind of ugly to be. The worst. <laughs> Bye-bye. We don't want you around. <laughs> it's, it, it's such a unique perspective. I mean, because that's the one thing with Dope Yogi that we're always trying to do is like support other yogis. And Yes, you guys different. do. And it's different in this space where it's like, two different yoga companies rarely ever come together to do something. Not, mm-hmm. not like a mutual interest, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, no, we need these students or ours, or this is ours. And it's, and in my mindset has always been like, can we, can we all win? Like, can we just boost each other up? Like, that's what we're yeah. supposed to do. Otherwise, yeah. and that, and the more you're around it, when people are fake and their motives are not good, it, that it'll come up, it'll come to the top and people will see it at some point. So yeah, I love the idea of like inclusion and wellness because that's the only way it should be. Like wellness is for everybody, everybody, (laughs) everyone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Such a positive way to be. And I just love it. And it's, it's, if you're really in a healer space and you're in a space where you call yourself a healer, that means everyone needs healing, like everyone, right? Like, and so it's really important that you practice what you preach. Like there's, there's nothing like a hypocrite, like, because if you're out here saying you do one thing, because I was um, talking to a friend and we were talking about before how there's a lot of performative people out here, right? Like you, you're out here performing as if you are supportive, you know what I mean? Like you out here, yeah, like black power and like, yeah, everyone should be included. Like you're out here performing, Mm -hmm. you know? And we'll recognize real. We always recognize when someone is trying to play us, okay? So for me, it's just like, at the end of the day, you're gonna get caught because it's not genuine and your integrity is on the line because what happens is then people are gonna question if everything that you do is really what you mean. Or you're just trying to, to, to stay with other people. And so you, you really have to ask yourself questions like, am I an intentional being? Am I cautious? Am I, am I thinking about others when I think of, of, of new ideas? Or is it just about me and how I show up and how I do things? And that's, that, that's really, that really helps me a lot every single day. When I feel a certain way, and I feel like someone is doing me ill and I feel like they're not really showing up for me. I have to step back because I'm a Taurus <laughs> and I, <laughs> I have a lot of patience. patience. I have a lot of patience, but like once it's gone, it's gone. And so like, like my cat right now, if you guys can hear him because he <laughs> wants me, he wants me to feed him. And I'm telling him, it's not time yet, Thomas. Oh, wait. <laughs> I lied. It is his time to eat. That's why he's making so much noise. He's like, bitch, it is time. <laughs> if you don't stop talking and put my plate out, please. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> I lost my patience, but he's right. He is right. He said, I lost my patience, Mom. What's up? <laughs> I'm a tourist, too. <laughs> Oh, he totally is. He's a Oh my gosh. He totally is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important for you to 
to check in with yourself so that you can show up for people the way you truly um, need to. And then when it's your time, people will show up for you the way you decide. Um, so this tourist idea and mentality that you embody, what does that mean to you? And like, how, how can people tune into that? Tourist, you said? Yeah. What, what is this tourist? A divine, oh, the tourist. Being like, oh, you're a tourist. Yeah, I, thought you said a, I thought you were saying I'm a tourist. I was like, yo, like that sounds kind of dope though. Like you're like a new in a new space all the time. A tourist. Yeah. I, no, no, no. <laughs> I got, a you. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Tourist. I'm Her a, I'm sign a is a tourist. I got you. I thought you were saying tourist. I was like, that sounds dope. Like, I don't know. It's the Haitian girl on me. It's the Haitian girl in me. Sometimes I, I, I have two words that sound the same. No worries. I'm about to figure out something to do with this tourist. <laughs> no, mindset, I, I knew what you were talking about. I think it's because maybe he doesn't follow the Zodiac, but I knew oh, exactly what you were talking you about. You don't, Jeremy? I mean, I'm a Leo in some sort of... Uh, Others, I don't know. He doesn't. Thank you. Me? You oh, all the time, 100%. I'm very, like, I'm obsessed with this. I'm obsessed with the stars, but I'm also obsessed with the moon. I'm more more into, like, I'm, I'm just into astrology in general. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and what sign are you? Oh, I'm a Capricorn. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Very stubborn. Ugh. Oh, thank That's my you, husband. Man. That's my husband. <laughs> very right. hard-headed, very driven, very um, opinionated. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is Pillow a Capricorn? Yes. When's his birthday? December 28th. Oh, coming up. Yes. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Let's get back on track. Yes. <laughs> we got distracted with the tourist. Yes, yes. But yeah, that's um as an entrepreneur, you you have to check in. Yeah. So that you can be what you want. Yeah. You have to know where your intentions are coming from. Oh, for sure, for sure. And then and then knowing that there's gonna be good days and really bad days is something I feel like a lot of people don't talk about. Like there's gonna be days where you are thriving. Mm -hmm. You are fulfilled. You are like, this is it. This is the this is the jackpot. And then there are days when you're like, I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so real. Yo, I swear to God, that is me like every other day. I was on LinkedIn the other day. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm like, I have a degree. I'm going back to work. And then, you know, like I'm looking at jobs on LinkedIn and and then like 30 minutes into it, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I am an entrepreneur. I have a career in yoga. And like, here I am. Like, I'm literally like, I need a job. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, every entrepreneur. Like, I've gone back to multiple jobs, you know. Like, don't. Listen, I always tell people, too. Like, sometimes you have to do both at different seasons. Yeah. And I say, my best friend, her name's Shamira, her husband. Her husband and her own uh, uh, DG uh, self-publishing. It's like a, if you want to do books and um, author your books and all that stuff, they il illustrate and do everything, right? And her and her husband at different times doing the beginning of their business, um, the first couple of years had to pick different times where they had to go back to work. 
you know, not full time, but limited time. There is no shame in that. Sometimes you have to look at the season of your life. Like, uh, if I could tell every entrepreneur this, I would tell you, stop looking at how everyone else is doing it. Like your story is your story. Sometimes you may have to pick up a two day shift here just to hold things down. And the safety of your life, the safety of your mind, your marriage, your children, so that you can continue to pursue your dreams the way you want to. And then sometimes you have to just let it go and fight together and keep pushing to do the business. But there's a season for different things and that you don't have to feel like ashamed. You know, I think that's what, that's the word. You don't have to feel shameful for that. You know what I mean? Reflect and fly like, yo, I worked from 5 p.m. to 3 a.m., like five, six, seven days a week sometimes just to get the money together. And then like before I quit my job and like, I can't look at my, I look at myself now and I'm like, I can't believe I did that. Like, I can't believe I did that. It, it The money was my drive at that time because I had something to do, but I literally can't believe I did that. And then there were times where I was like, oh, like, oh, I need, I need to make this rent real quick. Like this is, I can't touch the business money yet. Like, let me go get a quick babysitting job real quick. Cause you know, I live in New York and it's always available. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta babysit real quick for the next two weeks, honey. Rent is due. <laughs> Yes, you have to do what you have to do. Yeah, because it's about the long-term goal. And you can't, you have to think of it as like this bigger picture, like the bird's eye view of, okay, what am I really, what is the end goal here? Right. How am I going to get there? And then sometimes to get there, you have to pivot and you have to do some shit you don't want to do. Like pick up. Yeah. And sometimes, and sometimes it teaches you things like working for other people teaches you how to be a better entrepreneur. Like, and I think a lot of people, you know, they forget that. Like, you know, when you work for other people, you see everything you shouldn't be doing. (laughs) I'm always like, Oh, I'm not doing that. This is what I'm not doing with my business. You know? Yes. Oh, and yeah. you make connections too of, of where people may want to invest in your business and all that type of stuff. So there's no shame. Depending on the season in your life that you're in, if you need to pick up something extra, do that. Every successful people do that. I don't 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 be out here fooled by these millennials talking about I make fifty thousand dollars off YouTube and I do this and that. like that's not your story, honey. It don't have to be your story. <laughs> like don't let me get started like but you know what I mean it may not be your story it may be your story but this may not be the season you understand what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so be kind to yourself as you learn how to be an entrepreneur for your business like you don't have to know everything you need to to do you don't have to like I've made deals where I'm like I'm never doing that again ever like you know I'm like, this was a mistake. <laughs> and yeah. then I, but I learn on what not to do. You know, I'll be like, I'll go get a job before I do this again. So, you know, and, and just be kind to yourself when you're trying to live a life that you truly desire. It, yeah. it, it's, it's like throwing something at the wall and hoping it sticks at times. Yeah. Well, and then all of those, those unfortunate situations as lear- they're all learning experiences yes and the reality yeah. is is if you want to be your own boss and you want to own your own business and put all of your your finances into whatever your dream is like 
it's it is really valuable to have some kind of experience on somebody else's dollar before you go out and think that you can just handle being a business owner on your own without any experience. Honey, you better tell them the truth. <laughs> you better tell them the truth because they're not ready. You better you you better use somebody else's dollars before yours, honey. Oh, yes. Oh yes, you better. <laughs> when I use my money, I'll be like, oh Lord, forgive me. Let this one. Like, I don't really one. pray, but like I will I pray. I pray when <laughs> you know, when you gotta pray, you gotta pray. Yeah. I was like, please make this work. I need this to work. <laughs> That's right. That's yes. right. So be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself as an entrepreneur. Um be gentle with people that don't support you the way you desire it. You know, support sometimes need um, to be told and taught. That's and that can be really difficult for the entrepreneur when they're tr- they have other goals that they're trying to reach. You know, so be kind to those people and also um, be forgiving of those people when they want to jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> Uh, they'll come they'll be there Uh, right right on your bandwagon we talk about it a lot um you know just having you don't want to hold space in your head for these people who aren't supporting you i Mm -hmm. mean you can hold you can hold uh support for them but yeah if you you know it's crazy because like we we started this business and 90% 90% of the people we thought were going to be like our biggest cheerleaders, they weren't there. I mean, oh, I'm so sorry, guys. It's, it's all good. But then there was this whole group of people we never expected that were like messaging us all the time. Like, this is so cool. This is dope. Like, congratulations. And it's like, okay, cool. Well, let's, you know, we're not going to hold this against the people we expected not to be or to be here that aren't there. That's cool. And now that we've been doing this for a while, like those people are here now and they're supporting us. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I learned a lot from people like that because sometimes people, people have more courage being in fear than seeing someone step out and out of in their fear. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, they'll speak more about like, well, you got to be careful. Like they'll, they'll watch, but they won't say anything. Um, yeah. you know, I like to call them lurkers. Um, <laughs> they, they, it's, and it's a reflection of their own insecurity. It has nothing to do with you. It really is a reflection of what, what they're not doing, what they don't believe could, could work for them. So they try to warn you as if you're them, you know what I mean? And it's like, but I'm not you, mom. I'm, I'm not you. I'm not you, uh, cousin. Yeah. No, I'm not you, friend. I'm, I'm yes. me. And my story may be completely different here. You know what I mean? And so I completely get that. Like, And so I, I've learned to have compassion to those that don't support me. Because often it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Jeremy's much better about it than I am. I Oh no, yeah, no, no, no. You're a Capricorn. You're not oh, good at honey, that. I feel everything <laughs> very deeply. I feel my emotions way too much. And so like it's taken me a a, a long time to be for not even forgiving, but just to be like accepting and not take it personally when yeah. somebody unsubscribes from our newsletter. Or when, you know what I mean? Like little things like that, that it doesn't actually matter. And I know that it doesn't matter, but yeah. at, you know, in the beginning I would be like, oh, I cannot believe because MailChimp tells you by the way, like, you know, <laughs> like 
<laughs> if you're subscribing to a newsletter through Mailchimp, uh, I can just this. tell you I'm not even subscribed to my own uh, uh, newsletter. I, mean, I have someone that runs that because I I just I just can't. I it, can't do it. And I don't want to look, but then you sign on and it's like, here's your like audience. And this is how much it's grown. And this is how much you, you know, these people have unsubscribed. And I'm like, oh, who unsubscribed? How could you unsubscribe? Like, you know, my newsletter is obviously gold. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, you know, and like, you know, and your people just aren't interested anymore and that's okay. And we're not right. for everybody. And it yeah. took me like a long time to just accept that and to not yeah. take it personally. Like it's not anything against me. Maybe it is, but I don't actually give a shit, but like, yeah. you know, it, it's so anyways, Jeremy's much better about that kind of stuff. Um, I understand. I've, learned, I've had to learn to be that way too. Cause I do take, I'm very sensitive with, um, with certain things, but I've learned to just communicate how I feel um, and not have, and not expect certain things from certain people. Cause when people show you, show you who they are, you shouldn't really believe them. It'll yeah. save you a lot of like, yeah. And a lot of stress and pain. Yeah. When they're like, yeah, I can't do this for you. Don't force it. Yeah. When they're like, when they don't watch your stuff, don't force it. Focus on the people that show up for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People that are actually offering you opportunity and the people that are making space for you at the table and not just saying like, oh, you know, you'll have a spot when it's your time. Yeah. You know, it's like, like what? No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so, okay. I think this has been so amazing. I'm just, I love talking. I feel like I could talk to you for hours. Um, Thank you. But as, okay. So kind of like wrapping up, here yeah do you have any advice for maybe anybody that's listening that would is interested in kind of like playing around with the idea of entrepreneurship and women I mean any anybody that feels like hey this I have feel like I have this calling I want to do this yeah what kind of tips do you have for somebody just breaking the ice like to get through that push that doubt I would, I would say you do not need to keep studying it like you don't you don't need to keep doing all the research. You've done enough research. Step out. Take the shot. Um, there's a great quote that says, Leap and the net will appear. I love that quote. That's one of my favorite quotes. You mean really? God, that is like the quote that got me like to like literally put a fire under my ass. And I was like, wait, yeah, you're right. It's true. Yeah. You don't have to wait for all your ducks to be in a row because it's never gonna be the right time. There's never going to yeah. be a time where you feel fully confident and ready to, like, do the damn thing. Exactly. See that, Queen? Exactly. Like, and um, that requires you to also have faith in life and have faith in the fact that there are, that the universe has your back. Because a lot of people think that they're setting themselves up for failure with a lot of things in life. And that's not true. There's more for you than against you. And the world is at your feet, not the other way around. And so I think it's really important that you, um, whoever is listening right now, and you have a great idea, whether you're a mom or you're a student or you have children, you're a wife, you, you don't think it's possible or you think it's possible, but you, you're afraid because you're not sure how to do both. Try. Try like you try everything else. And really try. I mean, like, really try. Try. Say your name. Get information. Ask 
for help. Ask for help. Because one of the ways that you will become a great entrepreneur and a great leader is being able to ask for what you need. So if you feel like you don't know where to start, join a group, you know, find, reach out to someone on social media or like email someone, ask for help. I promise you, if you keep asking, you will be answered. You know what I mean? So I want you to know, like, really, it's not even about like whether or not you can do it or not. You can do it. You got the vision. So obviously someone or something believed that you could do it, right? Something out there in the universe believes. I think we're waiting on you. And more importantly, there is someone out there that is waiting for you to go ahead and move in your purpose so that they could start theirs. We're all connected. Mm -hmm. So you being on hold is putting someone else on hold. And I need you to understand how important that is. If dope yogi doesn't exist, then someone that wants to create the way they do, do not have a blueprint. You are a blueprint every time you step out and pursue your dreams. So do it. Someone's waiting for you. Uh, that is absolutely amazing. I love that. Um, so where people can find you at... Oh, you can you find me. Flex and Fly official. Yes. <laughs> and flexandfly.com. And of course on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash flexandfly. And I am on Clubhouse. If you're not on Clubhouse, you should be. It's the best new app, I believe, uh, for entrepreneurs. And if you need uh, to get on there, it's email. Uh, sorry, it's invite only. It's very private. It's only Apple right now. But it has changed my life, that and LinkedIn and podcast. Club, Clubhouse is like LinkedIn and podcasting in one. Oh. All the right people are there. Um, so I highly suggest you get on that. On that. Um, but anyway, yeah, you can find me there um, as well. And if you need an invite, I can't give it to you because I'm about to give it to Nicole. So. Ah, just going to say, well, where do I get the invite? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this has been absolutely amazing. We love you so much. And we, we are so you. grateful for your Instagram feed and your friendship. And thank you so much for coming on the Dope Yogi podcast. Yes. I love Dope Yogi. I love their shirts. I love their logo. I love their vibe. I love their attitudes. I love their supportive eyelashes. I adore you guys. I know that you are successful. Your success is inevitable. Keep going. Keep moving. Keep going. That's all I need you to know. Keep going. Your tribe will find you. Thank you for everything that you do. You guys are always so honest. I love you guys deeply. I love you deep. You know that. I got you. Oh, like, I know. Like. The feeling is so, 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 so mutual. So mutual. Thank, and thank you, you for so just much. always shining your light and being the inspirational woman that you are. Oh, thank really you guys blessing. so much. Thank we you for having you. me. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Me. Go after your dreams. Someone is waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs>